1: Praise the Lord and welcome to the program. You are listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas, and I'll be with you for the next hour. We'll be taking your calls. We'll be talking about the Bible. We'll be praying for your prayer requests. So again, welcome. Welcome. This is a live program, and we are here in studio in Glendale, California, and we are ready to go. So would you pray with me? Would you pray for me and for for this next hour that that the Lord would just show up? And that he would do his will, that he would have his will accomplished, that he would be glorified in this next hour. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that whenever two or three are gathered in your name, you show up, Lord. You're there in their presence. And I believe, we believe, Lord, that you're here. Lord, that you're filling this time with your presence, with your power, with your strength. Holy Spirit, I just pray that you would take over this next hour. Lord, that we would know what it means to be in your presence. Lord, that you would hear our prayers and that you would answer each and every prayer. I thank you and I praise you. Holy Spirit, again, take over. Fill this time with your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, again, welcome to the program. This is the Gypsy Christian Hour. And I'm Sam Nicholas. I'm your host for the next hour. We'll be here and we're taking your calls. We'll be talking about the Bible, answering Bible questions. Whatever's on your mind tonight, whatever's on your heart tonight. We want to be here for you. So, if you'd like to call in tonight, the number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for the live on-air calls. If you have a, a a prayer request, if you have a Bible question, if you have a topic you want to talk about tonight, call in. Call in. Get your calls in. Early, so we can get to all the calls. We want to get to your prayer requests. You know, the Bible tells us in Hebrews, the third chapter says, "Therefore, since we have such a great High Priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession, for we do not have a High Priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are, yet without sin. Therefore." let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need we have a need we all have needs we're all in circumstances and situations beyond our control you know the you know we're in control of nothing but god is in control of everything everything so Let's draw near to his throne of grace. Let's draw near into his presence. Let's ask him, let's seek him in our time of need. And we all have, we're all in a time of need. We all need God's blessing. We all need God's grace, his mercy, his salvation. So call in tonight with your prayer requests. Call in tonight with your Bible questions. Have you run across something in the Bible? Have you heard something in a sermon or or, or, or a teaching or, or, or whatever? If you have a question about the Bible... A question about Christianity. A question about about the uh, uh, world religions, the cults, the occult. Whatever's on your mind tonight, call in tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for the live on-air calls for your prayer requests, your Bible questions uh How about praise reports? We love to hear uh your praise reports. What has God done for you this this week this month? How has God answered your prayers? We love to be encouraged by you uh it's it's a blessing when you call in with your praise reports. so call in with your prayer requests, bible questions, and also your praise reports. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two that 's one eight 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 Nine nine five 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 two for your live on the air calls, and this is a live program. We're here in studio. We're here to pray with you, to pray for you. We're here to answer Bible questions. So call in tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. couple of announcement announcements. We want to uh, encourage you to come out and meet with us. We have a prayer meeting every Friday night. So if you have a desire. Uh, to be in the Lord's presence, to be uh, uh, in prayer and in worship. Come out and worship with us. We meet every Friday night at 8 p.m., and uh, the address is 805 North 1st Avenue. That's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's really easy to get to. Just take the 210 freeway into the Arcadia-Pasadena area, get off at Santa Anita Avenue, go north one block to Foothill Boulevard, make a right. Go one more block to First Avenue, make another right, and you'll see us at the corner of Forest and First. Uh, that's in Arcadia, eight hundred five North First Avenue, in the city of Arcadia. Every Friday night at eight p.m., we get together for prayer for worship. And this uh, this last uh, Friday, yesterday, we started a series. We're going to be going through the Book of Mark. I'm going to be sharing about it also tonight on the radio. But we're going through the book of the gospel. I shouldn't say the book of Mark. The gospel of Mark. We're reading through the life of Christ, the ministry of Christ, and we're going to be studying the book, the, again I said the book, the gospel of Mark. So come out, bring your Bible. We'll be studying, we'll be uh, worshiping, we'll be just seeking the Lord for all of his blessing and what he wants to do in these next 15, 16 weeks as we go through the gospel of Mark every Friday night at 8 p.m. And the address is 805 North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia, California. So come out Friday night. I know it's a a week away, but we want to get together uh, and worship. We want to get together and just be in God's presence. So come out and worship with us uh, Friday nights at 8 p.m. Also, uh, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. At the same address, 805 North First Avenue is the Hills Church. Uh, pastor Walter Hoffman is a pastor. That's where we meet every Sunday morning. So if you're looking for a church to attend, uh, to visit uh, on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., come out to the Hills Church at 805 North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia. So remember, Friday nights at 8 p.m., and then Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. So again, uh, come out and worship. We, we would love for you to come out and, and worship with us. Also, uh, I want to remind you that this program is on podcast. So if you've missed any programs or you want to catch up or you want to share this program with somebody, tell them about the Gypsy Christian Hour on podcast. They can listen to it uh, whenever they want on uh, KKLA, uh, the webpage KKLA, that's kkla.com. Just go to that webpage and look for the podcast uh, tab and scroll down and you'll see us, the Gypsy Christian Hour. So share the, uh, the, uh, the program with somebody. Uh, let somebody know about this program and, uh, and be a part of the ministry. Also, you can download the KKLA app. It's a free app, and you can download it at your Google uh, Play or iTunes store. So it's a free app, and it's a great app to have on your on your smartphone or on your iPad. You can listen to KKLA, the live programs. Uh, you can hear what's going on all the time here at KKLA, and then you can uh, uh, look at the podcast page. There's a lot of things to do on the app. So download the KKLA app. Tell somebody about the show on podcast. Again, this is a live program and we're here to take your calls. So call in tonight at 1 888 995 5552. That's 1 888 995 5552 for the live on the air calls for your Bible questions, for your prayer requests. We want to pray for 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 your needs for your family's needs you know we stand in the gap if you know somebody who needs prayer if you need prayer we encourage you to call in and let's seek the lord because it tells us let us have this confidence that we can come before the throne therefore let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need what is your time of need Is this your time of need? Do you know somebody who's in a time of need? Do you know somebody who's sick or in the hospital or who needs prayer? Call in tonight with your prayer request. Let's stand in the gap together for those who need help, and we all need help. It's 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552 for the live on-the-air calls. Uh, Let's go to our phone calls, and uh, we'll see... Uh, let's talk to to Eric. Hi, Eric. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight?
2: Hi, Sam. How are you?
1: Doing good. How are you doing? Good.
2: Sam, so I have a question. Sometimes I masturbate. Is that a sin?
1: Well, yeah, yeah, that's a sin. You know, uh, the Bible said, you know, uh, if, uh, it's 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 not only a sin to com- to to commit adultery, but it's also a, a sin to lust you know, to, to, to lust, lust and, yeah. and, and if you're lusting, uh, if you look at a, at a woman with lust in your heart, you've already committed adultery with her. So, so yeah, adultery, really. yeah, it's a sin, so I would say, you know, this is something you need to get help for, you need to get into a group, you need to get into a, 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 a session with, with some other guys and be accountable and, 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 and take care of this problem because it is a problem, and I would encourage you.
2: Why well, also smoke cigarettes? Is that a sin, smoking cigarettes?
1: Well, you know, it, I don't think any Christian should be smoking. You know, uh-huh. uh, while it doesn't, there's no specific scripture I can give you that says smoking is a sin, but it tells us to take care of the body. It's about the, 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 the Bible tells us to, that we are a temple of the Holy Spirit. So, yeah, I would say that it hurts your body. It hurts your, your testimony. You know, you don't. You know, Christians should not be addicted to anything. We should be free That's from all right. addictions. So, you know, I would encourage you to to do all you can to quit any addiction, okay?
2: But if somebody masturbates, will they end up in hell?
1: Well, you know, all sin is a violation of God's will, you know, and we all need to be uh, uh, forgiven from sin, you know, and, you know, it's, it's like you, you, you can't ask to, you know, it's hard to, to you know, the question... A lot of people, Christians, ask is how much can I sin and still go to heaven, you know? But the real question is, do you have a relationship with Jesus Christ? Is Jesus Christ the Lord of your life? Are you doing all that you can to follow Christ in His will? You know, He's calling us to holiness. He's calling us to righteousness. He's calling us to live the life uh, that that Christ has given us to live. Empowered in the Holy Spirit, Eric. So, you know, it's not the, the question how much can I sin and still go to heaven, but am I living the Christian life? Am I living according to God's will? Am I living in holiness? And am I, am I growing in Christ? Am I seeking Him? You know, we're all sinners saved by grace and we all have the sin is still, a, you know, a problem. Temptation is still a problem in our life, but we should be overcoming sin. We should be overcoming sin in the power of the Holy Spirit, in the power of His grace and His mercy. Yes. So, I encourage
2: you... The reason that... What I'm doing is there's a demon, a sex demon. He's showing me ladies, like nude ladies, and I'm masturbating no. sometimes. But I no, don't want to do that. I don't want to assist him.
1: No, you need to get into a program. You need to uh, yes. uh, get into a – you need to, to – to, well, I would encourage you to read a, uh, a book called Every Man's Battle uh, by Steve yes, Arterburn. Right. That's Steve a, Arterburn, yes, yeah. Every that's Man's a good book Battle. to read that, that deals with this subject. And then you know, if you if you if you need more help, you need to call one uh, eight hundred New Life, and they'll no help life, you. Yeah. They'll help you with a, with a, with a, with a group, with a program to get into uh, an accountability program to, to where you can be with other guys that that, that can help you in this uh, in this area in this situation.
2: No, and I need to repent of that sin, right? Absolutely,
1: one hundred percent. Yes.
2: And I have another question. Does God forgive big sins like murder and adultery?
1: Well, you know, we 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 see sin as uh, you know, we categorize sin as big sin and little sin. It's 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 worse to 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 murder than it is to 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 lie. But God mm-hmm. sees all sin in the same way, and the you know the 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 punishment for for murder is the same as lying. It's all breaking of God's will. It's all breaking of God's commandments. So if you break the smallest commandment, you've broken the biggest commandment. If you've broken the biggest commandment, you've broken the smallest commandment. You know, you, you, there's there's the punishment for sin, is separation from God, and that's in hell. So in hell. it's all you know. A murderer can be forgiven. You know, there were murderers on the cross, with, next to Jesus. And Jesus, when, when, when one of them cried out to him and said, Remember me, Jesus, remember me when you enter into your kingdom. And he said, With me. He said, This day you'll be with me in paradise. So he forgave him when he repented. The thing is to repent from sin, to turn from sin, okay. and to turn from sin to so, God.
2: So even murder and an adultery can go, can go to heaven. If they become born if again, they repent they of their sins if they, they repent. repent if there's yeah. true
1: repentance the romans 10 tells us if you believe in your heart that jesus was is the son of god and was raised from the dead and confess with your mouth that he is lord you shall be saved you
2: shall be saved okay okay and there's this demonic voices they're saying we're going to take you to hell. We're going to well, the world, the world, to to and the world,
1: and Satan wants to scare you and tell you that you're going to hell. But if you're a believer in Christ, if you're living for Christ, if you're living, you know, in His will, you know, greater is He who lives in me than He who is in the world, and the world has no power over you. Eric. Demons have no power over you. You know, they can tempt you. They can put. Uh, they can whisper in your ear. They can give you, uh, you know, thoughts, but they can't read your mind, and they can't make you do anything, Eric. Okay,
2: thank you, sir. Okay,
1: God bless, Eric.
2: Okay, I'll call...
1: Uh, 1-800-NEW-LIFE. Okay.
2: New life, yes. Steven okay, Albert, Albert. Okay, thank you. God Good bless. Day. God bless you. God bless you too. Bye-bye.
1: Now, if you have a question or if you have a prayer request, I encourage you to call in tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight eight eight. 995 for the live on-air calls. If you have a prayer request, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, I encourage you to call in tonight. We want to pray with you, we want to pray for you. Uh, also, if you have any Bible questions or if you have a praise report, we encourage you to call in. The number is 1-888-995 5552 for the live on-air calls. Let's go to our next caller, and we'll talk to Anthony. Hi, Anthony, you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hello, Anthony. I don't think Anthony's there. I'm going to put this call on hold, and we'll see if Anthony comes back. If you'd like to call in tonight, you can call in at 1-888-995-5552. Also, I want to just make you aware that this is a a, a listener-supported program, If you'd like to help us out and staying staying on the air, you can write us at, uh, you can make your check or money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and you can send it in to P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California. So would you pray about that this week? Pray about it and see if the Lord would have you help us stay on the air. But any donation will help, and it goes directly to keeping us on the air. Make your check or money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour and send it into P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California 91109. Let's go back to Anthony right now. Hi, Anthony. Hey, You're on here. How are you doing? Doing okay. How are you doing? Yeah, just briefly, Pastor. I
3: won't take up your time. as other people that need help and uh, you know spiritual support. Uh, pastor uh, like i said many times before there's a guy in our, in our community mm-hmm. his name is logan his name is logan broham and uh-huh. lisa Jenkins. Uh-huh. they're not originally from here this is a, this is in carson california uh-huh. and there's a church called glory christian fellowship international glory christian fellowship International. Uh-huh. love church building community everything god sent but this guy is practicing witchcraft and stealing money got a racial conflict going in the streets got the police involved uh-huh. i never seen nothing like this in my life got a lot of jealousy going on got people warring so, against one another so how because can, he wants to
1: control the control well,
3: the church and control people so how can and, we help uh, you
1: tonight Anthony? what's your prayer request
3: uh i'm i'm asking that god open up the red sea and take pharaoh and his army down but this way it looks like one of those scenarios well it's, it's just not a bad thing i mean you know well we, we don't, don't want
1: okay let's yeah. let's pray for the situation i don't want to yeah you know i don't want to make i don't want to have you making accusations and and saying things you know the, you know we want to pray for the situation so father well
3: it's factual it's factual because it's been going it's going on right now it's really it's something that really went overboard
1: well father there's,
3: there's other things there's other cities that are going on too and uh and like i say it's bad man and it's and those of us who have god's spirit and really trying to take the mess out there there is a lot of demonic onslaughts going on and and one particular is happening in Carson, California right now. Well, let's pray for and, the uh, city of Carson. We, we ask,
1: let's pray, yes, for, we let's ask pray for
3: God to come in. Maybe it's, maybe it's time for revival, Pastor. Well, Father, we, time for revival. we
1: come before you, Lord, and Amen. we ask for Your your blessing, Lord, and a revival in the city of Carson, Lord, that you would overtake that city with your grace, with your mercy, Amen. with your love, with an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, Lord. Whatever is going Amen. on, Lord, you know every situation. You know every circumstance. And, Lord, we just pray, Father, that your Holy Spirit would take control, that your Holy Spirit, Lord, would just overcome evil with good, Father, that you would just do a mighty work in the city of Carson, Lord, in this church and in the pastor's lives and the congregation, Lord, that you would bring peace, that you would bring unity, Lord, that you would just bring the love of Jesus Christ into the city of Carson, Lord, and that many would come to you, Father, and seek repentance and seek forgiveness and seek your grace, Lord, and, Lord, that we would live in peace and that we would grow in the grace and the knowledge of who you are and all that you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Thank, Thank you for the, your
3: quality, Pastor. Like I say, you know, the harvest is wonderful. There was a few, and, and ain't that many people coming out. So, and like and the way it looks, you know, the devil's, you know.
1: Well, the devil you know, the, devil's a d- news, the devil devil is a and defeated means, uh, enemy.
3: I'll uh, pray for your
1: ministry. Thank you. And I'll
3: try to do my part about making, you know, tithes and okay. offerings available to you guys.
1: God bless you. Thank you, Anthony. Uh, Let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Raymond. Hi, Raymond. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Uh,
4: Raymond, uh, the question is, in Matthew's Gospel about chapters 5, 6, Jesus says, we, they will say, we prophesied in your name and we <coughs> cast out demons in your name. Would you clarify that? I don't see how they could possibly cast out demons if they were not even believers or born again.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there are le- legitimate true believers and then there are those who are believers in name only where they profess believers in what? Believers in name only. You know, a lot of people anybody Somebody, can yeah. call anybody can call themselves a Christian, yeah. but not everybody are true Christians. Mm-hmm. And these were people God, who went yeah. out, these are people who went out and they they preached and they prayed and they cast out demons and God worked not because of them, but in spite of them, because even though you know they they weren't believers, God has compassion and God ha- God has mercy on those who who do call upon His name. But they did these things for their own motives, with their own motives, with their own reasons, mm-hmm. you know, to yeah. to glorify themselves yeah. or or whatever. But the thing is, Jesus said, "I don't know you," you know, yeah. and He said, they, and, and when He says, "I don't," I never knew you i didn 't know you it means that there was no relationship between them that, right. that they did not truly come to a saving fate of uh, uh, and believing in Christ and and, and and glorifying Christ. They were doing things on their on, on their own for the, with their own motives
4: yeah you know? I have a great second question. Can Satan do miracles
1: Well, Satan can do false miracles he can 't do the miracles that, that, that God can do. He can't do the things that God does. But he creates illusions and he creates uh, 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 false uh, uh, miracles, false reactions. Oh. You know, Satan has uh, power, but he doesn't have the power of God. He can't create and he can't really bless. And, you know, whatever, whatever Satan does, he always takes it away. He never really blesses people. He never really Amen, creates right. miracles that are do good for people. He creates false uh, things that, that will lead people away from Christ. He does, you know, the, in, the, in the book of Revelation, it says the Antichrist will have great power uh, and, and will show signs and wonders, but there will be false oh, signs yeah. and wonders. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. no, he can't do for, what God does. For
4: example, I have a problem with that one, uh, what kind of uh, a miracle could Satan ever do? For clarification, please.
1: Well, he can, you know, he he can he can give people wealth. He can give people oh. uh, prosperity. You know, if only baloney. BS uh, wealth, right? Oh. You know, uh-huh. and then and then you know he he, he takes it away because he, he oh yeah he uses it to he uses it to turn he uses it to take you. people away from Christ and yeah. get their eyes off of uh-huh. God. Okay.
4: Yeah, I love your guts. Thank you. Thank you. Peace God bless. Bye bye.
1: Let's go to our next caller and talk to David. Hi, David. This is the Gypsy Christian Hour. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi, Sammy. How are you? Doing okay. How are you doing?
3: Good. Um I want to touch base it on the previous caller about the masturbation. Um, it, I was wondering because um, if, you, if you don't have, if you're not married and you don't have a wife, uh, you know, and you're a human and you have those. Times where you, you know, as a human, what, what, how do you do to avoid that kind of stuff? Because it's something that it's been bothering me for years, Mm -hmm. and it seems like whenever I look at a woman now, it's really gotten to a point where it's like really tough to deal with. I'm just lusting over them all the time, and I'm not married. Well,
1: I I would, I would, I would take you to Philippians, the fourth chapter and the eighth verse. It says, "Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable." Whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things, the things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me. Practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. You know, the Bible tells us to to dwell on the things that are honorable, right, pure, lovely, of good repute. And lust is not in that category. God tells us that lust is a sin and that we should be defeating the temptation of lust, the temptation of sin, that we should be living pure lives and that we should wait until we get married and 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 live under the banner of marriage and have that type of relationship with our spouses so this is a sin that God is calling us to defeat this is a sin that God is telling us that we need to do battle against and this is something that every you know the the book that I I mentioned earlier every man's battle it is every man's battle to fight lust to fight this this, this temptation uh and to 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 conquer it so it's a it's an ongoing battle that every man deals with and we need to deal with it in a way that honors God and that is within his will and his and in in his providence and his and, and his and, and, and do everything that we can to walk a life that is pleasing and that is honoring to God. And you know, lust and, 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 and this type of activity does not honor God. And we as Christians should be doing everything in our power and in the power of the Holy Spirit to walk according to his ways and I, I would have you you know, remember or read Philippians the fourth chapter where it says whatever is true, whatever is honorable whatever is right, whatever is pure whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there's any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things, this is where our thoughts should be going this is where our life should be directed, in these areas things that are pleasing and honoring to God and, okay you know and i would i would encourage you david get this book uh every man's battle and you know uh get involved with a men's group you know you need to get get involved with with, with other men and talk about these things get these things out and live in the light man live in the light okay Possible
3: by living in this lifestyle that god is keeping me from getting married is that is it like a
1: well, you know, you know, having this kind of baggage and bringing it into a marriage is, is is not God's will. I'm not going to say that God's keeping you from getting married, but it's something that you should take care of before you get married. It's a, it's a, it's a situation that you need, that I would encourage you to deal with before you get married, because you, this type of lusting and this type of activity is not going to stop once you get married. You know, it'll continue into your marriage, and it's something you need to deal with. Before you get married, so you don 't take this into your married life, you understand what i'm okay. saying yeah, that, I understand. That, so I would encourage you you know the first step is get the book and read every man 's battle and you know talk to your pastor and see if there's a men 's group in your area that deals with this uh situ- with these kinds of situations and 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 get into a men 's group where you can uh you know, be uh, uh, honest, and you can be transparent where you feel safe, and you can talk about these things in an open way and deal with it. Because most men don't deal with this; they just they, they just keep doing what they're doing and never take care of it. And it's something that de- definitely needs to be, t- be taken care of in, in every man's life. And also, I would encourage you to come out next month to uh, you know Frank Sontag is doing a, a men's meeting out in uh, at Cottonwood. Uh, it's a it's a place where men get together. You know uh, he does it every six months uh with these meetings it 's a men 's meeting it's a it 's it's, it's for men to stand up and be men. What does it mean to be a man in this day and age you know and it, we, we we stand up and we take responsibility for our lives and we live according to god 's will that 's what it means to be a man okay
3: okay all
1: right you said cottonwood church it's at cottonwood church uh connolly's church it 's out it 's uh oh. you can go to the kkLA website and you 'll see uh, and just click on the men's meeting. The mens It's called the men's gathering. Okay. All right, man.
3: Okay, thank you, Sammy. Uh, God bless you. God bless. Right.
1: Let's go to our next caller and talk to Kimberly. Hi, Kimberly, you're on the
5: air. How can we help you tonight? This is uh, Kimberly Marshall. Yes. Prayer, and this is her mother, Evangelist Minnie Sawyer. I need prayer also. I was on KT William over forty years, and they all off the air. And I just thank God for your ministry. I just thank God for your ministry. You know, I mean, ever since I've been off the air with KT William, I had not heard a ministry like yours on the air. Well, oh, so Is you. it any way that I could uh, get in touch with you and? Like
1: I said, come aboard. Well, we can pray for you right now. We're a live program, and we're here to pray for you. So, Father, I just pray for Kimberly, Lord. I pray for her family, her daughter, Lord. All that's going on in her life, Lord, I just pray for your strength and your power. Lord, that you would pour out a blessing upon them, Lord, and that Kimberly would live in the strength of the power of the Holy Spirit that she would go forward, Lord, that you would heal her, Lord, of any sickness or disease, Lord, and that you would keep her healthy, Lord, to follow you, yes, to Lord. seek you in your ministry, Lord, of, of bringing grace and salvation to a hurting world, Lord. So I just pray that you would use her, Lord, in mighty ways, Lord, to, to serve you and to serve others, Lord. And I just pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.
5: Yes, she had my daughter. That's my daughter. She have
1: kidney failure. What's her name?
5: Her name is Kimberly. LaShawn Marshall, she have kidney
1: failure. Well, Father, we just pray for Kimberly, Lord, that you would heal her kidneys, Lord, and that they would work according, that they would function, Lord, according to the way you created them to function, Lord, that you would heal her from this disease, Lord, and that you would take it away, Lord. Lord, Lord that you would bless her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord, and that she would... That she would enjoy the, the 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 blessings of a powerful and awesome and mighty God who loves her and knows her knows you you know your will for her Lord you know your plans for her and I pray that you would heal her in Jesus' name, Amen.
5: And I have a problem with my sight. Uh, some years ago, I had a home invasion robbery, mm-hmm. and this lady lived right across the street from me, and uh, she set me up to be beat up in, at gunpoint. And uh, but I do God's work. I can't, I can't, I can't see too good. But you know, I step out on faith for whatever God has me to be.
1: To amen, do. amen. Father, we just pray, Lord, for
5: my name is it's Minnie Sawyer.
1: Lord, we just pray, Lord, for healing upon her eyes, Lord, that you would give her sight, Lord, to see clearly, Lord, yes, that Lord. she would be able to walk according to your way, Lord, and do your will and power in ministry, Lord that there would be a mighty healing in her life, Lord, that you would yes, open Lord. her eyes to see, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.
5: Amen. God bless you. God bless you. And can I pray for your ministry now?
1: I would love for you to pray for us. Father
5: God, I want to thank you for this man of God. God, I want to thank you, Lord. I'm asking you, Lord, just continue to give him the strength to go on, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And let me thank you, Lord, for his obedient spirit, Lord Jesus. He didn't say that the way was going to be easy. He said the way that didn't do it all the way to the end, Lord Jesus. And Lord, I just just want to thank you, Lord, for him taking time out for others, Lord Jesus. That is the key in life, because there's a lot of hurting people out there now, a lot of hurting people out there in the world right now. And they need God. They need God. They need God. Because when you step out on faith, God will see you through. He will make a way out of no way. And I want to thank God for these men that's calling, coming aboard on the air tonight, Lord Jesus. Lord, we got to pay for their stint, Lord Jesus. that you would turn their lives around, Lord Jesus, and live in a decent manner, Lord Jesus. Because Jesus. this is what God is all about. He's about love. He's about love. He's not about division. He is about love. And I pray that this this ministry on the air, evangelist Minnie I've
1: been on KPYM over forty
5: years, I've lifting all souls with the message. Thank you, Lord. I'll and th- my phone number is a three P. Thank you. Uh, a we don't three give up we
1: not don't give out your phone number. That's okay. Thank you for your call. God bless you. Appreciate your call. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Jeremiah. Hey Jeremiah, you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hey
6: hey Sammy. How are you
1: guys doing tonight? Doing okay. Doing okay. How
6: was your fourth
1: of July? Everything went really well. How can we pray for you tonight, Jeremiah?
6: Ah, uh, yes, I found an apartment, uh-huh. and, you know, I told the gaije my situation, you know, it's in Hollywood, and if you could pray for me to get it, you know, for
1: everything yeah. to work, Joe. Oh, Lord, we pray, Mordad, for Jeremiah, for his mom, for his family, Lord, I just pray, Lord, that they would be able to get this apartment, Lord, and that you would bless this apartment, Lord, that you would find favor the gaije but most of all, Model, that you would bless him, Lord, that you would have your way, Lord, that you would lead him and guide him, Lord, in wisdom and in power of the Holy Spirit, Mugadel, that things would go well, Mugadel, that they would be able to get this apartment and move in, Lord, and that this would be, Lord, your blessing upon them. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, Son, and Holy amen. Spirit, amen.
6: amen. All right, one more thing, Sammy. Could you pray for my friend, Arthur? Yes. I came to stay with him a little bit. And, you know, his manager is, like, harassing us. He's taking pictures and all mm. that. And if you could pray for Arthur to get out of here sooner. Well, Lord, because uh, Arthur is supposed to leave September 30th, but the Gazas keep harassing him, you know what mm.
1: I mean? Lord, we pray. God, about, let's
6: go. No, Holy Spirit
1: amen. Let me, Lord, we pray. I have
6: nowhere to go. And if you could pray for me to stay here and, for, you know, for God's peace to be
1: here. We pray for Arthur in this situation, Mughadal, in his apartment, and his, his landlord, Mughadal. We pray, Lord, that you would bring peace, Mughadal, and that you would have your way, that you would bring peace, that you would bring, Model uh, a situation, Model, where they could stay in this apartment as long as they need to, Mughadal, and that you would cause all things to work together for good for those who love you and are called according to your purpose, Lord. So I just pray your blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, Father,
6: Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. God Amen. bless
1: you, Jeremiah. Thanks for the call. God bless you. Let's take our next caller and talk to Vicki. Hi, Vicky, You're on the air. How can we help you tonight?
7: Hi, Sammy. Um, I just wanted to come into agreement that um, today I met an elderly lady in the elevator, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize I had prayed earlier that God would bring, you know, nurturing friends in my life, and I, I it just, it, I missed it, you know. Um, mm. Nobody usually comes up and talks to me, hardly ever, uh-huh. but this lady sounded really interested in you know, I didn't know what to say or, you know, should I offer my phone number? I just kind of said, you know, thank you for some information she had given me. But she really seemed like she could have been a sister in Christ and that mm-hmm. maybe I was an answer to her prayer or she was an answer to my prayer. But I missed it, and I, I, I didn't say, you know, uh, here's my number. Make You want to go to coffee or something? Right. I want to pray that I'll see her again because she might live in Glendale, and that's where yeah. I go a lot. So. Okay. You know, if that was God, you know, I said, Jesus, I missed it. You, you were answering a prayer, I think, and I didn't see it. Right. I, I didn't know. I, got, you know, I just didn't see it.
1: Well, let's pray, Father. I thank you, Lord, that you are the God of second chances and third and fourth and fifth. Lord, you, you give us opportunities, Lord, to serve you. But sometimes, Lord, we're we're not sensitive to your spirit leading us or guiding us or prompting us. And I just thank you for Vicky's heart, Lord, that her desire is to serve you. And that she realizes, Lord, that this might have been a missed opportunity, Lord. But I pray, Lord, that you would bring this lady back into her life and that you would give her a chance to minister to her and be a comfort and a, a help. Father, I just pray for Vicky, Lord, that as she seeks to serve you, that you would open up doors, Lord, for her to pass through, that you would just give her opportunities, Lord, to share the gospel and to share your love and to share your grace and to be a comfort to others, Lord. Lord, we seek to stand in the gap, Lord, to stand in a gap in prayer and to seek your, your, your presence, to seek your, your purpose and your plan in our lives, Lord. And I just pray for Vicki, Lord, that your purpose and that your plan would be fulfilled in her life, Lord, to use her, Lord, in your kingdom, to use her, Lord, in your ministry, Lord, to use her to be a comfort and an encouragement, somebody who builds up, Lord. I just thank you, Lord, for, for Vicky, and I pray that you would use her, Lord, and give her another chance and a second and a third and fourth chance, Lord, just to do your will. Give her many opportunities, Lord, to serve you, and Lord, I just pray for her heart, Lord, that she would be sensitive to, your, to the promptings of your Holy Spirit, that you would lead her and guide her, Lord, and that the Holy Spirit, Lord, would just take over in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Amen. God bless you, Vicky.
7: You too. Thank you, Sammy. Good night. Bye.
1: And if you'd like to call in tonight, the number is one eight eight eight. Nine nine five 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 two. But I want to get to our our message tonight. We're, we're we're in the the Gospel of Mark, and you know Jesus said, "Go into all the world and preach the gospel." Mark sixteen fifteen tells us that. Go into all the world, preach the gospel. But really, do we know what the gospel is? Do Christians today today? know the gospel? Are we able to share the gospel? Are we able to tell people and proclaim the salvation that Jesus Christ brought into the world? Because that's what the gospel means. It means good news. The good news is that Jesus came into the world, that he brought salvation, that he brought his power, that he brought his strength, that he lived a perfect life and gave himself as uh, as a sacrifice on the cross and and paid for our sins. He paid the debt that we could never pay. He paid the sins for our sins totally and completely. You know, on the cross. You know, his words were to die." His words were paid in full. The debt has been paid. It's no longer uh, uh, held against us. Our sins are no longer held against us. That is the good news of Jesus Christ. And we need to be able, we need to be able to share the good news of salvation. And that's why we need to know the gospel message. That's why we need to know what Jesus did, how he lived, and what he accomplished on the cross. How he brought grace mercy and salvation to a dying world and that's why i want us to take the time to study the gospel the good news of mark you know we're going to be going through the, the gospel of mark for the next 15 weeks we, we we went through last night at the at the prayer meeting we went through this introduction and we're going to keep going and we're going to study the the, the life of christ and his ministry and his gospel you know mark is the earliest of the four gospels you know, uh, Mark was written probably in the fifties, fifties A.D., and when you think about uh, the, the the chronology, you know that's only about twenty or thirty years after the death, burial, sacrifice of Jesus Christ. So that's pretty close to the actual events. Mark was Mark is the earliest of the four Gospels, and it's thought that Peter the Apostle helped Mark. To write this gospel so this gospel has the authority of the apostle peter peter was an eyewitness peter was there from the beginning he was there for the for the miracles he was there for the preachings he was there for the parables and the teachings he was taught by jesus christ he personally was an eyewitness to all that christ did so we have the authority of the Apostle Peter behind the Gospel of Mark. And it was a book, it was a, a gospel that was uh, r- readily uh, 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 accepted in the Christian world. It was accepted as authority, as as the, the authority of the, the life of Jesus Christ. It's an accurate account of what Jesus did. Now, Mark was uh, was a Roman citizen. He was... Half Jewish, I believe his father uh, was Roman and his mother was was Jewish, and uh, uh, he wrote this gospel for the Gentile for Gentile readers. He didn't write to the Jews. He he wrote to the Gentiles, and Mark portrays Jesus uh, as a man of action, and relies more on what Jesus. Did than what he said, you know? And it's interesting that the word "immediately" occurs more than forty times in the Gospel of Mark. And immediately Jesus went and did this. And immediately the you know, the word "immediately" he, he he shows Jesus as a man of action, you know. And there's not many uh, references. To Old Testament scripture, or to f- the fulfillment of scripture, because the Gentile audience it would mean nothing to them. You know, uh, Matthew relies on a lot of; he, he refers a lot to um, uh, Jewish scripture, the fulfillment of the Messiah, because it, w- it it was it meant something to the Jewish readers. But to the Roman readers, this would mean this wouldn't mean anything. So he portrays Jesus as a man of action and he, 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 he shows what Jesus did, the miracles, the things that Jesus did. You know, Also, Mark reveals Jesus as Christ the servant. In Mark 10.45, it says, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, and then Jesus is speaking here, for even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. So, you know, Mark shows us Jesus as a man of action, a man of power and strength, as a mighty warrior, and also as a servant. Christ, the servant, who came to serve others and to bring a ransom for the lost. So let's go to Mark, the first chapter. And you know, Mark wastes no time in telling us who Jesus is. He goes straight to the point he goes straight to to telling us the gospel of jesus christ to who jesus christ is mark one one through three says the beginning of the gospel of jesus christ the son of god and now here's a, a, a reference to to old testament scripture but it's one of the only ones behold i send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way the voice of one crying in the wilderness referring to john the baptist make ready the way of the lord make his path straight so mark goes straight to the point and he shows that jesus is he tells that jesus is the son of god jesus is the messiah jesus is the one who would come and pay for our sins so in the good news we should always make it about jesus the gospel is about jesus the good news of jesus christ so there should always be this in our in our sharing in our in our in our portrayal of jesus it's about jesus it's all about jesus yes there is sin and jesus came to save us from the sin but the gospel is about what jesus did how he came to save us from our sins and you know in the gospel you know we're not telling people they're going to hell don't tell people they're going to hell show them how to get to heaven show them how heaven is available to us we all are sinners on our on our way to hell we're all sinners deserving of punishment from our sin we've all broken god's commandments but the good news is that god saved us from that and he opened the doors of heaven he opened our way to get to heaven so our desire should be to show people the good news and how to be in god's presence how to be in god's kingdom how to get to heaven so don't don't tell people they're going to hell tell people how to receive heaven how to be in God's will, how to be in God's in God's presence. You know, he came to sacrifice himself. He came to sacrifice so that we wouldn't have to pay for our sins. That's the good news of the gospel. That's the good news of Jesus Christ. He came to sacrifice to pay for our sins. That is the gospel, and it's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus and what he did. You know, but Mark goes on, and I'm reading in the ninth verse through the thirteenth verse. It says, In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And here's this word Immediately coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens opening, and the Spirit like a dove descending upon him. And a voice came out of the heavens You are my beloved Son. In you I am well pleased. Immediately, the Spirit impelled him to go out into the wilderness. And he was in the wilderness, 40 days, being tempted by Satan. And he was with the wild beasts, and the angels were ministering to him. Now, Jesus immediately begins, he he, he goes and he's baptized of John in the Jordan. The sinless Son of God was baptized to give us the example. He set the example. And what happens when he sets the example? Immediately, the Bible tells us, God the Father gives his approval. God was pleased with with what Jesus did. Even though he's the sinless Son of God, he has no sin in him. He never sinned. Even as he went even as he was impelled by the Holy Spirit to go out into the wilderness and was tempted by Satan. He defeated Satan for 40 days in the wilderness. He was tempted by Satan, and he defeated Satan, and he never sinned. He never gave in to temptation. He was never overcome by the flesh. He was empowered by the Holy Spirit. He was ministered to by the angels, and God gave him strength to overcome Satan, to overcome temptation. He was sinless, and he was baptized. So How much more should we sinful people be baptized? As we believe, as we repent, as we desire to live a life with Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit comes upon us and shows us our need to be baptized as an example to the world, as as a proclamation that we no longer live for ourselves, we live for Jesus Christ. We live in his will, in his power, in his pleasure. And God was pleased with what Jesus did. But that didn't keep Satan from trying to tempt Jesus. Another example is that we too can expect temptation. We too can expect to be tempted in this world. You know, even though Jesus was the sinless Son of God, that did not keep him from being tempted. And he was tempted for 40 days in the wilderness. We also can expect temptation in our life. We're not exempt from being tempted we've heard that tonight on the radio how many men are tempted how many men are, 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 are living in sin but it doesn't have to be like that you know why? because 1 Corinthians 10 tells us no temptation has overtaken you but such as is common to man and God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able but with the temptation will provide the way of escape also, so that you will be able to endure it. You know, Jesus had the power of the Holy Spirit with him. He had the Word of God. He had the knowledge of the Word of God to defeat Satan, and so do we. So do you. You know, you have the power of the Holy Spirit living in you. If you're a Christian, you've been given the power of the Holy Spirit. You've been filled with the Holy Spirit. If you're a Christian, you should know the Word of God. Jesus knew the Word of God, and he knew how to defeat temptation. He knew how to defeat Satan. He had the power of the Holy Spirit, and he had the Word of God to help him. He knew the Word. So we have the same advantage that Jesus had. We have the Holy Spirit, and we have the Word of God, and we also have the angels. God sends his ministering angels to us to help us, to lead us, to guide us so we have no excuse we can endure temptation we can because no temptation is overtaking you no temptation has power over you no temptation is overtaking you but is such as common to man and god is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you're able to to endure god gives the way of escape but you have to take the escape You have to take that escape, which is the power of the Holy Spirit. You have to take that escape, which is the knowledge of the Word of God. We need to know His Word. When Satan comes with his lies, we need the truth. We need the truth to overcome the lies, the false teachings, the false accusations, the toxic shame that that, that Satan tries to bring on you. Defeat it. Defeat it with the Word of God, with the knowledge of who you are in Christ. You know, and after defeating Satan... In the wilderness, Jesus immediately began his ministry. He went out and he began his ministry. Mark, it goes on in the first chapter to tell us in the 14th verse. Now after John had been taken into custody, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of God. He was preaching the gospel of God. And what was he saying? He was saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. The gospel is the good news, and the good news is for now. It says immediately he went. He wasted no time. He went out and he started preaching. The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. He is here. He's at hand. He's ready to to, to do his desire and his will. So we need to repent, and we need to believe in the gospel, in Jesus Christ. The gospel is the good news, and the good news is for now. And the gospel calls us to do something. The gospel calls us to act immediately, not to wait, but to, to to receive Christ now as our Lord and Savior. It says believe. Believe and repent. So God is calling us to believe. But what does it mean to believe? Jesus said in John eight twenty four, I told you that you would die in your sins if you do not believe that I am the one I claim to be. Jesus claims to be the Son of God. Jesus claims to be the Messiah. So don't think that he doesn't claim to be the Son of God, that he never said he is the Son of God or he is God. He claimed to be God. He said that he is God. He is the Son of God. He's the He, he said, you will die in your sins if you do not believe I am who I say I am, who I claim to be. In Romans 10 it says, If you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart a person believes resulting in righteousness, and with the mouth he confesses resulting in salvation. So belief is not just a head knowledge. Belief is knowing in your heart Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And trusting in him. Clinging to him. Relying on him for your salvation. And then it calls us to repent. Make a turn. Go in a different direction. Second Peter tells us, The Lord is not slow about His promise, as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. Repentance is changing your mind. Changing your mind, changing your direction. We're all sinners going in the direction of hell, but He's called us to repent. Turn around and start moving towards, towards Heaven. Start moving towards God change your direction repent from your sins repent and believe in Jesus Christ you know in, and, after, and after that Jesus goes on and he heals the crowds in verses 29 through 45 but look at Mark in the 35th verse he says in the early morning while it was still dark Jesus left the house and went up to a secluded place and was praying there Simon and his companions searched for him and they found him and said to him, everyone is looking for you. Let us, And Jesus says, let us go somewhere else to the towns nearby so that I may preach there for that is what I came for. <coughs> Jesus came to preach. He came to preach the Gospels. Yes, he healed the sick and he cast out demons, but that's not the reason he came. He did that because he loved and he had compassion for the people and he felt compelled to heal them from their diseases and to cast out the demons but he came to preach the gospel we all want to see signs and wonders we all want to see miraculous healings but the gospel is all about jesus and what he came for he came to proclaim god's plan of salvation so no matter how many healings no matter how many miracles we'll see it's all for nothing if the gospel is not preached we need the gospel everyone needs to hear the gospel everybody here need, everybody needs to hear the good news Romans tells us how will they call on him whom they have not believed how will they believe in him whom they have not heard and how will they hear without a preacher how will they preach unless they are sent just as it is written how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news of good tidings now you know It said, how will they hear without a preacher? It didn't say a pastor. We're all preachers. The pastors are there in the church, but we're out there every day, and we have the ability to preach. We have the ability to share the Word of God. The world needs the gospel, and the world needs to share it. We need to share it with them. The world needs the gospel, and we need to share it with them. Let's learn the gospel And let's share the gospel. Let's read and study the gospel of Mark so that we can be ready and prepared to share our Savior, to share the Messiah. Let's share Jesus. I hope you'll join us on Friday nights as we study the gospel of Mark. I hope you'll come back and and study with us here as we study the gospel of Mark on the radio. But no matter what, share the gospel. Learn the gospel. Know Jesus. Have a relationship with Jesus and share the love of Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, as you can tell by the music in the background, we're out of time for tonight. So, we'll be back here next week on Saturday night, sharing the gospel, praying for your prayer requests. I hope you'll join us. God bless you, and good night.